Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Welcome into our daily spiritual practice of tarot today, where we are pulling a card on how to move through self-abandon and a card on how to move into um, self-returning and coming home and turning back around from our codependent tendencies our people pleasing our over giving our self-sacrificing and um, really notice ourselves and and be able to uh, just bolster our individuality and our own self-work in the world while still being you know a loving partner and uh, open to that so uh, thanks for joining me this morning. I'm curled up in our, our spare room, which is actually not really a spare room. We've made it into our media room um, so that we don't have to have TV and movies and all of my partner's gaming things in the living room, um, which makes it a nice, cozy atmosphere, actually. Uh, and... Uh, I'm sitting here and my cats decide to curl up. She's just so happy. So happy someone's up to sit on the couch with her because she loves this couch. And she loves this room and she's always trying to herd um, us in here to sit with her. Uh, so she's next to me just purring, purring away, happy as a clam uh, while I pet her. <laughs> So if you were here, you'd, you'd have to sit in here with us while we did our cards this morning. I haven't made coffee. I just wanted to get up and see the cards today, see the cards today. And um, I just want to get into it today. So let's do that. I know I usually do a little check-in and, and even just an intuitive share um, to start these. But let's get into it today. Um, really see where we're at. And uh, as I do so, just, you know, make that little movement, that little reorientation or reorganization or refocus in your mind that brings you back to right here. And make sure you're focused here. And just back to you and and what you're experiencing um and what you need to have your eyes and your heart on today what would that be <clears throat> and just see if you can uh, put it in the hands of source put it in the hands of the universe and literally physically stop struggling relax relax into your body relax your mind you don't have to do as much as you're doing always a good reminder <clears throat> all right so the cards today uh in our self-abandoned energy today we have the eight of pentacles and in our self-returning, we have the Empress card. 
This is the third card of the Major Arcana, and she denotes the planet Venus. All things love, all things um, physical goodness, all things that adorn beauty, creation, just beautiful card. As I um, tell you this, my cats decide to purr so big that I just want you to listen to her for a second. Isn't that just like the cutest thing ever? Ugh, his love, love cat purrs. Uh, if you don't have a cat, there's your little purr. <laughs> All right, so looking at these cards today, in such a contrast, such a contrast, both people in the cards are sitting, but one is sitting in, in a little bit of, um, I don't want to say bliss, um, sitting in luxury, sitting in nature, but also she has all these pillows and blankets and a crown and this big, beautiful, um, all encompassing dress. Uh, so there is one person in our self returning who's just sitting in the beauty of everyday life. And the other card, the eight of pentacles, the person is sitting on a workbench, you know, they're kind of straddling this wooden workbench and they have a hammer and a chisel and they're creating what looks like the pentacles. And so this person is, um, kind of in a bare area, you only see a castle far off in the distance. It's just a gray sky and like a sandy brown dirt ground. And this person is at work and they're focused on their work. And so I think um, today when I saw these cards together uh, for the first time, I haven't seen these cards in a while. Um, it became became extremely clear. I think that, you know, we maybe have time and space um, today or tomorrow. Um, remember, this is this is the weekend podcast, so I don't do Sunday. So this one is for the weekend as a whole. And it feels like this weekend we are able to have some time where we can can sit, literally sit in our life. Um, and I think one of the things we do when we have space to just sit at home or just be somewhere, right? Um, and, and maybe even just take a break and those sort of things is we immediately fill it with something that to our system is work to our system takes effort to our system is maybe even doing the work, you know, and by that, I just mean, you know, we're reading the books and we're listening to the podcasts and watching the videos on stuff we think we need to improve on, right? The work. <clears throat> and so I think today, 
um, it it's really a contrast between what are you going to do? What choice would you like to choose for yourself of what to use your downtime for? And it feels like we've been working really hard. It feels like maybe we've been filling those times where we just get to be at home and sit on the couch or lay in bed to continue to work, to continue to improve, uh, and to continue to try to change ourselves or (laughs) by extension, others. And I laugh because I mean, that's the cosmic joke when you move through codependency is, you know, you learn to laugh at yourself that you would spend, you know, time in the bath, time laying in bed, uh, time sitting on the couch, learning, doing, um, improving your skill, um, in order to, you know, make things better for your partner or make life better for your partner or make the relationship better for your partner. I think that's something a lot, um, a lot of relationship and codependency stuff misses is that we have this mindset that we're, we're making the relationship and the experience better for our partner. You know, and we're not, we're, we're doing it for us. Um, and I think we still kind of know that, you know, we're doing it for us too. We don't feel good, but we're often trying to do the things our partner needs in a relationship versus do the things that we need in a relationship. And those things are often different and we need to, um, be, be cautious of that. Um, be cautious because people actually will stick around if you're just doing what you need to do for the relationship or, you know, learning your stuff. Um, they, they will not everybody, but there are wonderful people out there who don't want to see you working so hard for them, you know? And they, they'll, they'll do their own work. They really will. Um, you get to focus on yours. And so today and this whole weekend, I maybe want you to, to reflect on what you've been doing with your downtime, where your focus is and what you're energetically doing during that time. And when we're in relationships, it can be so easy to fill our downtime with work, with the eight of pentacles to change things. It reminds me of the people who, even if they don't have the energy, you know, they're not just tidying the house because part of it's their responsibility or tidying up their spaces. They are going above and beyond what they have energy for. Um, to try to make it perfect for a partner. Uh, It's stuff like that. We have to be okay to be seen as human. Um, An example of that is my partner, when he cleans, he loves to just do it all. 
He wants all of it done. He'll, he'll spend two, three hours getting everything done. And I used to do that. And I learned that from my mother. Um, and I woke up one day and realized I hate doing it. I really don't like spending three hours cleaning. And yet even up to last year, I would do that because I felt like it was my responsibility that if I started doing, you know, something in this instance, cleaning, I needed to then do it all. And one of my goals when moving in with my partner was that I didn't feel like I needed to do it all. And I've held on to that as we've lived together. I don't need to do it all. I don't need to work in order to be loved. And so while I do pull my weight, and sometimes I do go to my partner and go, I said I was going to do those dishes and I didn't. And leave them, please. I will do them today. Or I will do them this weekend. I will handle that. You know, um, I allow myself to do just a little bit of time, as much capacity as I have. And I always start with my things, too. So, you know, I like the bathroom to be clean because I like to take baths. I like the atmosphere to be clean in there. So I always start with the bathroom. My partner always starts with the kitchen because he feels best when the kitchen is clean. Um, and so it's just thinking about how much are we working? How much are we using our downtime to work when maybe it's just not a necessity? And maybe it is for life, but are we doing it for our partner? Are we doing it for our partner's gaze? Right. And by that, I mean, are we doing it for their approval? Are we doing it so that we come across as the wonderful person who's doing it all? I mean, that is safety right there because it's safety, whether you stay together or eventually the relationship disintegrates. That actually protects us on both ends because while we're in the relationship, if we're using our downtime to work, 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 and in a lot of that focus is on the relationship and not ourselves and what we need to grow, um, then hold on, my mind is wrapping around this. When we are doing all that work, whether it's something like cleaning, taking care of things, or just learning in the background all the time about relationships and how to improve things. Then within the relationship, we think we are securing love. We think we're gaining that approval. And in that way, our self-esteem goes up. You know, look at all the things I'm doing. We can t say that to ourselves. It's false uh, self-esteem right? It's, it's look at all the things I'm doing. When we aren't feeling super great about who we are, when we're just being, we will work for that, you know, and yes, we're trying to prove something to others, but we're trying to prove it to them so that when they celebrate us, when they meet us, when they, um, appreciate what we do when they even just see all that we've done, our sense of self-esteem rises.
right? And that is why we overwork because we don't have an, have a really, really, really strong, unmovable sense of self-esteem on internally that isn't attached to what we do. And then when we exit a relationship or it dissolves, um, at least in my experience, all of this is my experience, by the way. Uh, so it may work differently for some people, but in my experience, when the relationship dissolved, I could sit back and go, I was the one holding that together. I'm the one that did all the things, you know, I was there while he was figuring out what he wanted to do for his job or figuring out who he was or going to therapy or coaching and improving himself. I was the one that was doing all of these things and, you know, I was the one that helped make that happen. And notice how our self-esteem is still dependent, right? There's that word in codependent, still dependent on on the other and how we overperformed for the other, how we worked for the other. This stuff, it gets into our body and our life on a deep level. You know, we live in a society that says work is how you gain everything. And the eight of pentacles is here to remind us, are you just sitting around doing that? Because that doesn't make you, you know, a, a worthy person. I mean, everything that you are makes you worthy. And the Empress wants us to remember that. The Empress sits in nature, sits around all of this harvest. Um, there's all this wheat around her. Um, you know, she's the mother figure. She sits, she's, she is luxuriating. This is about being in your physical life. It's about presence. Um, I once had a woman, um, after giving birth, quite a few months after giving birth, tell me that she kept getting the Empress card. And so I sent back an audio because I do stuff like that, you know? Um, and I said, you've been living in the 5d life you've been working you've been online you've been doing your spirituality practices you're always manifesting you're up above the world out of the world working working on things i said the empress wants you back in your life it wants you present with what is physically around you and physically present with you it no longer wants you in the energetics. It no longer wants you, you know, working hard. Um, it wants you here. It wants you grounded, but it wants you cared for. It wants you to feel that luxuriousness that is being in life and surrounding yourself with beautiful things and just enjoying the goodness and the harvest and you know, working in a way where something is growing in you and will be birthed out of you and you're not sitting there working to try to put it all together. And that is such a different way of experiencing life. And I remember her saying, oh, 
right, I have this baby, I have this new home. Um, it, I just need to be with them and enjoy and focus on just everything around me. Stop reading the podcast, stop forcing the work forward during this time and just enjoy this time with what my life actually is. And, uh, it was so sweet to, to, to listen to that and to, to watch her then afterwards, just really go hard at being with what was right there in front of her. So beautiful. Um, and so the Empress is a call that when you're sitting, you know, when you have downtime, um, to make that an experience for yourself and be with yourself in that because when you're with yourself and it, you're not working during your downtime, things that do want to be birthed forth are slowly growing within you. And that's the energy of the mother. You know, the energy of the mother is I can really be with life around me. I can make that a beautiful experience for myself in whatever way that is. And I just know that the work I have is growing in me and I don't need to overwork for that. And what we know is growing within us as well. Like that knowledge, you know, if you, I really see somebody who's working hard to keep their relationship together, who is using all their downtime to improve themselves. And sometimes the best thing we can do, especially if you have codependent tendencies, is actually stop doing that and learn how to enjoy life around you. Because one of the things that we do as codependents is when our partners are around, we're actually kind of energetically absent. You know, we're, we're in our heads thinking about the books we read and what exactly to say to them. We are on our phones looking things up where we've got our headphones in listening to podcasts. You know, we're working hard. Maybe we're trying to get money for our significant other and keep them supported. And so then, you know, we're, we're always working when they're around or off to work, you know, even on a day you said you weren't going to work. It's all that kind of energy. And when we actually stop, when we take the headphones out, when we, when we let ourselves be with silence, when we're not trying to read all the books or be on the phone or, or be thinking about, you know, what exactly we should say to our partner instead of actually paying attention to our partner and what they're saying and just nodding, you know, and just being that person who's witnessing, not overthinking what we need to say because it's their business anyways. You know, we shouldn't be focused on how it will impact us. That will come down in time. Half the things my partner say doesn't actually come true anyways. So I always wait until it's actually impacting me to talk about how it's impacting me. <laughs> Unless it's something, you know, I'm very clear on. Um, which is very few things actually. Um, because I found sometimes the same things from old relationships that I thought would go the same way actually impacted me different this relationship. And uh, we have to be willing to 
concede that sometimes the same things can feel different in different relationships. Um, you know, we don't talk about that enough. I don't think so. Um, that, that is our cards for the day. And so again, if you've got some downtime, what would it feel like to cook dinner without a podcast on, right? What would it feel like to, um, just have your coffee and curl yourself in blankets and just look out the window or listen to music and not read another book or scroll Instagram for relationship advice um, or uh, jump into um, work right off the hop, just jump into doing chores or jump into, I know I have a you know, I work from home and I have my business. I can easily sometimes jump into that. What would it feel like just for the weekend to not do those things, to be really, really present to what is just right around you and not invite anything else in that even resembles work or the work as in self-work or relationship work it feels almost like a little bit of a break. And I know from experience that those are the times where I'm reflective, where I'm integrating everything. We forget we need to integrate, right? We forget, we just keep working. We just keep doing. We forget that we need a good long time to be. So if you've just experienced any kind of relational ruptures or big events in your life, we have to sit back and integrate that. And in order to integrate, we need presence and we need time where we are not learning new things that we also then need to integrate, right? We just keep filling the cup and literally the cup is cracking. Um, it, that, that's the image my intuition gets right now, you know, and what we actually need to do is we need to be able to hold what has been put into the cup. We need to grow in our strength and grow in our capacity. And that means downtime that we don't fill with a lot of mental labor, a lot of physical labor, um, a lot of learning labor, heart label, labor, relationship labor, whatever you want to call it. And whatever that looks like in your life, take a break. You know, how luxurious can you make your weekend? Feels like a really good question. Or maybe you don't have the whole weekend, but whatever downtime you have, even if it's just an hour on a Sunday night or Saturday night, um, or maybe you have the whole weekend. Um, just whatever time you have, how luxurious can you make that? How present can you get with what is right around you? You know, so if your partner's off at work on a Saturday and you're at home, can you be in your home and can you not be where your partner is, right? Be focused on your partner when they're gone we need a break from that. That's mental labor, I tell you. <laughs> you know, I always ask codependence now, realizing my own journey of trying to figure out who I am. Now I ask, where am I? You know, am I 
across the country with this person I'm thinking about trying to solve problems that I'm not even there for. I need to be present where I am. Where I am is on a couch with blankets, my cat sleeping next to me. Very Empress energy. Go look her up. So can we be in our physical life? How luxurious can we make that? How sensual can we make that? Meaning igniting our different senses, thinking about what can I bring in that smells good? What can I bring in that looks beautiful? What can I put on that I'm listening to that feels beautiful and luxurious? I always love going to YouTube and I just type in HZ music, Hertz music, and I pick one out that feels good. Um, lots of yellow in the Empress, maybe a solar plexus hurts. You know, often, often this all denotes our personal power when we're proving that is solar plexus energy, right? And so, um, at least in, in the, the chakras, a little bit different in human design, but, but I worked on solar plexus for quite a while, right before I met my partner. And I just, I didn't feel the need to prove myself to him. And that was different. Um, so that's what I have for you today. Uh, that's what I have for you this weekend. And I think it's really wonderful, really, really wonderful energy. Um, and I think we're hitting a huge phase, especially online. I'm seeing it more, more and more people are talking about less learning, more living. And I think that's beautiful because the undertone of that is embodiment instead of, um, like mental rote learning. And that's always going to be more powerful than that as an educator, past educator, who's trained to be an educator. Um, that, that is always it. You know, we get taught that from the get go, um, that wrote memorizing, reading, just taking things in, but not doing anything with them, not living it, um, can only go so far, um, to actually live the learning and experience the learning is where the learning happens and then stays with us. So, um, it's really cool because I think this weekend we are learning how to be in our life and enjoy the life around us and not kind of be in the work all the time and, uh, give yourself a break this weekend. Um, how luxurious can you make your weekend? <laughs> Let me know, post on Instagram, your luxurious weekend, uh, tag me in it. I'd love to celebrate you in that. All right. Have a wonderful one. Um, and I will hear from you again, see you again at my home for our next daily spiritual practice of tarot on Monday. All right. I care about you. Enjoy your weekend. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.